Welcome to Being Experiential Podcasting. I'm Bethany Evans, and I'm here with Aaron Pruitt, my co-host. Today, we're talking about creating a lady tribe. Um, so if you've been listening to our podcast, we uh, started our Pussy Panel Book Club last week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we thought it would be a good idea to talk about the larger perspective of like what it means to have a community, and especially if you're a woman. Yeah, because I think the originally, right when you and I, when you proposed the book, Bethany, you were like, we pretty quickly were like, wait, if we do a book club, we need maybe getting a, a women's group together, like a discussion. Yeah. And then real quickly, it like became this tribe, right? Yeah. And then we're like, how do we extend the tribe? And mm-hmm. then we created a Facebook group. So if you're not on the Facebook group and you're reading the pussy, a reclamation, get on just uh check it out it's being podcast our book club on yeah. facebook yes and then so then it was so funny that what we did so naturally we started talking like wait does everyone do this naturally would they kind of want some tips and understanding and like why the frick does it matter mm-hmm. um so that's what <clears throat> had um bethany and i joined together now to share about my pussy journey. Today's my second day of my period. <laughs> and I was telling Bethany, I'm like, I'm a little off. Like, I don't think I'm hitting the mark on like schedule and getting stuff to her. And she's like, well, yeah, it's the second day of your period. I was like, oh, like I yeah, used to, I, some slack. <laughs> yeah, I used to be like, you just get it done you, yeah. like, regardless of where your period is. Right. You just overcome breakthrough. So um, if I seem a little like wah, 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 I'm going to say it's because my second day of my period and just give myself a little room and play with it. Yeah, absolutely. Which is what we all can do. And it's, I don't want to say, I try to stay away from should, but could do if you wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I love um, talking about cycles and the different energies that are available to us during each phase of our cycle, because you're not like, we have a masculine half of our cycle and a feminine half. And Mm. when you're menstruating, that's your feminine half. So naturally you're going to want to slow down more. You're not going to be as logical or structured, you know, you're going to be more in the flow. So to me, that makes total sense. Got it. And I love that you're honoring it for yourself. That's awesome. Thank you for your support. Yes. See, this is how you create a tribe right here. (laughs) A women tribe right here. (laughs) Okay. So the first question is what the hell is a lady tribe? First you self-identify if you're a lady. One, right. Two, a tribe is more one or more or two or more people coming together in support celebration of from it could be from being a woman. It could be from like maybe you're transitioning your life. It could just be in a certain area. Like I've been a part of tribes where women were new to an industry where we were, you know, I was a mentor to young uh, people. So the idea is a tribe is to support, celebrate, come together with a common goal. And we'll, we'll break this down a little bit more, but also a common, um, energy synergy, mm-hmm. um, to people that you resonate with. Race, I like to use the word yeah. resonate. Yeah. All right. So how would you describe it? Yeah. I'd say all of that for sure. Um, and, people that you can be your most authentic self with. Um, that's, that's the, and I, what I, if I think about the word tribe, I think like 
indigenous or, you know, like mm-hmm. when, we, when people were actually living in tribes and how women would gather of all ages. And that I think is most important. So I've noticed about my friends and I call them my friends, I guess my tribe, but like, we don't necessarily all gather <laughs> um, <laughs> is uh, there are a lot of different age, age ranges. And for me, that's because it's like, we're meant to learn from each other, like you said. So it's about teaching each other, supporting each other through whatever we're experiencing in our lives. And then being able to show up and just be however we're showing up, like you saying, you know, I'm not as, I don't have as much energy today, you know, and me being mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's totally fine. You know, <clears throat> I got you or whatever. And not making you wrong for it, but like, well, what's wrong with you, Aaron? Like normally together. you're on top of it. So like, you know, we don't, it's not no judgments, no um, criticism. We're just allowing each other to be and supporting each other in being our best selves. Mm, yeah. I, and I think the key, like the, what's valuable about having a tribe is for me personally, is that I want to, oftentimes I, I find myself in a tribe, either I gathered it or I joined one Mm -hmm. because I want to get better at something or I want to maintain my level of what I'm doing. So like in the gym, like I work out, we have, um, it's COVID safe the way we work outside, but, um, I see the same people like today we were doing, um, Uh (laughs) pull-ups. I was like, um, and I was watching this lady really push herself and I was like, good job. I don't know her freaking name, but in some way we have like an informal tribe of Mm. we're all trying to become stronger, fitter. Some are trying to become smaller. Some are trying to buffer, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. So, I think there's that. And then I currently like one of the areas is manifesting, especially manifesting money, like manifesting with learning to manifest, creating a life with very little effort and a lot of my intuition and mostly my intuition, my creativity. So I joined a manifesting group class with my sister and another friend. And we Hey, how's the homework? What, what's going on? What's working? What's not working? So it's that supportive element, but also that push. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, oh, you haven't done your homework. The in accountability. Last days. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. In the kindest of ways. Right. I think the pussy panel is a tribe. Oh, totally. That we created. And I think like walking, that one feels so much like walking shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm. Maybe we all have a little bit different journeys. We're on the different place in our journey mm-hmm. but supporting through the walk yeah um with you what would you say is what you find valuable out of getting like finding or connecting or creating a tribe well for me I think I've had a different experience growing up like I've always been very independent and I I've had lack of trust in people in general mm. but I think more so women so I've had to work mm. through that because I didn't and even growing up I had like friends like girlfriends where I'd have Mm. groups of friends and then I somehow would they would I don't know like never didn't feel safe or they you know they'd like the mean girl stuff would come out oh my god my cat Cheeto is Cheeto Cheeto has joined us Cheeto wants to be a part of the tribe he's my tribe here's no 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 no, you can't do this don't do this so Bethany has a cat that if you guys could see this, Bethany's <laughs> facing the screen. 
you know, she's talking to the mic and then her cat comes flying out from behind her and tries to jump on shelves. Anything that's close to Bethany, like, mm. like, I think your cat thinks that your office is a jungle gym. Well, he does. It's the closet because I'm in the closet, guys. My office is in my closet. And so there's multiple. It's a very levels. big ass closet. It's, it's not like it's, it's not it's meant to be. It's a small office, actually, size. Yeah. And it's L shaped also. So but there's also there's lots of levels in it, which cats love. They love to be up high um because they're entitled and you know better than you my dog <laughs> walked over to me and he's like pet me I pet him and he was like oh your attention somewhere else so he goes and walks goes. away and just lays on the couch oh, like boy well now he's, he's like over I, there but we have very two different animals yeah. but yes, I actually sorry, I apologize for that <laughs> I wonder if I'm more like your cat because I'm the one that's a little shitty I'm like oh, you? I don't know about that don't you think the way I talk like you're a cat like, yeah oh. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're very finicky. And you're more like, sure, I don't care. Yeah, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> Jeez, pick a side, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I don't even know what I was saying. Thanks, Cheeto. But so Values, for me, um, valuable tribe. You were saying how you. For me, it's about trust because I've mm-hmm. I've had ruptures in relationships to where it had me not trust people, and and it's been a theme of my life since I started like looking for. Um, groups or tribes or community and I'll join one that I think feels right. And then I get into it and then I'm like, Oh, like I can feel all of the little things. And I'm like, no, that doesn't work for me. And that doesn't work for me. So, um, but again, a lot of them had men in them also. Um, but I don't know from, I don't know if it's like me or if it's just like my own healing process, but it's been a little bit harder for me to feel comfortable in groups of people. So I like to create my own, right. So it's like, as you gotten older, yeah. Or okay. Right. As as a child, like it was the larger hard. the group, harder it's to join or Yeah, I'd say so. Because okay. I'm more of an introvert, so it's harder to like get myself out there and you know, like I wanna yeah. it, I like to connect with people more individually. So my I wanna pick them. I wanna like pick you. Em. Yeah, yeah. I don't like you. <laughs> but see then it's weird because I have different groups of people or different communities that I'm in and then they don't seem to like <laughs> Mesh. mesh well together it's so weird there's like different aspects of me that are so vastly different that I can fit into different groups and then like if I try to blend those groups together it doesn't work so <laughs> I don't know what and that's it's so about. funny because I'm a blender are you I am like my birthday I want everyone to meet and I love it when I my friends my tribe members in different tribes become friends mm-hmm. like to me, the one thing is pretty clear. I have very strong women and I yeah. valued it because my mom had girlfriends growing up. I have three sisters. So it was very valuable and, and, um, reinforced by my family Yeah, to have a woman's tribe. And yeah. my mom would talk about having girlfriends and yeah. the importance of that. Yeah. I didn't have that model. My mom. No, I feel like your mom might've been the opposite. Yes. But I think it's just because of the trauma she's experienced. She also has a twin sister. And so and like my family kind of became my tribe, you know, mm-hmm. for, for better or for worse. It was like the only people you could really rely on is your family. That was kind of like the, the message I saw growing up is like, you go through shitty experiences, your friends aren't going to be there for you. <laughs> How so, funny, like my family was like, your family might fuck up. So you better have some friends when we fuck up and you better mm-hmm. have family when they fuck up or when you fuck up with them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it was like. Yeah. How interesting. Yeah. I always had friends, like girlfriends, but then it would kind of like, you know, come in and out, like just depending on what was happening in our lives. Um, I've had one best friend since 
eighth grade. And we consistently, like, we don't talk every day, but when we do, it's just like nothing ever changed. Or, yeah. Yeah. I am, I'm a good screener. This is probably, probably why like man, um, mindful dating was mm-hmm. one of the things that I like to do is screen people because I am a screener. I went on a trip with a friend and I was like, mm, I like that one. That one is never gonna, I don't want to say never, <laughs> but that one, if she evolves, it's going to be a fucking miracle. Oh my like, God. I just watched the way she interacted with people. And I was yeah. like, oh, if it, if she does that with other people, it's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. And my friend was like, really? And then she's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. she, I see it. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm getting but, better about that. I'm definitely better than I used to be. And I'm more healed yeah. than I used to be. So it's easier for me to see, to be okay with before it was like, I need connection or I need friends to make up for what's lacking in my life. Right. So it was like, I'll just be your friend if you're nice to me right now, you know, like that kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) So sad. (laughs) If we get along right now, it's totally fine. (laughs) All right. What do you think? Oh, wait, what I wanted to ask you, because I think, you know, you're my, I think of cycles, right. You know, menstruation, but yeah. Where do you think it's valuable and important to have a tribe? Like what part of like modern day cycles of women are like, yeah, it's, this is worth having a tribe. This is why, one of the reasons why to have a tribe. Definitely during your feminine phases. So that would be like premenstruation and menstruation, because Mm -hmm. I think our society and everyone else already supports us in our masculine energy, right? Mm -hmm. It's very easy to be um, in your masculine energy as a woman, I mean, not necessarily easy, but like you can fit into more, right. Cause you're in, yeah. but it, but when you're like feeling super sensitive or just yeah. like, <clears throat> you don't have as much energy to bring, you're not as extroverted, you need to slow down. That is when we need our women because men don't necessarily understand what we experience. Um, and that's when I think it's most important for women to have other women, because it's that, relatability to where they're not going to make you wrong or try to change Mm -hmm. it or fix you or, or hurry you up or hurry you along through your process, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Cause I was, it's funny that you said that. Cause I was telling Carl last night, he's like, Oh, I have cramps Mm -hmm. and I wanted him to be tender. And he was like, let me get you a heating pad. Let me get you. Some, they'll be like, oh, they'll try to fix it. Right. But that's what men do. Even if he did that, try to do a little fixing. But he was like, as if I was, he was going to catch it. Like, oh, okay. Like pat, one, pat, finger, pat on the head, one finger. He's like, like barely touching you. Yeah. No, see, but that's not. the thing is, and that's, we can't expect men unless we communicate. This is what I need when I'm, I'm feeling this way. But first we also have to get really clear on what we need when we're feeling that way. <clears throat> yeah. So there's work for us to do, but it's easier for women to just tune in. Like we can just mm-hmm. tune into the energy and you can, you but. can feel like, I feel like you're kind of this. So I'm going to adjust my energy to what you need. You know, that's mm-hmm. what women are really good at. Yeah. N- yeah. That whole, that it's like nurturing, but it also is yeah. Adjusting. Okay. Yeah. So one of the things I think for anyone that's wanting to look at creating a tribe and like, what are the key elements? And here's, I'm going to throw out what I think are key elements. And then I want to like, let's see what you think. And they'll probably like, be similar. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be sure. I first said more than one person. Right. <laughs> yes. I started the basics. <laughs> Two or more. <laughs> uh, women who can honor you and the process. Yes. So whatever you're wanting to create a tribe that, that you are honored 
and vice versa, it's given back, but also whatever the process is. Mm-hmm. Um, I also said, uh, I feel like there's goals or focus of the tribe. What is expected? Um, like when I said on this, what is expected and how to be in the tribe. So mm-hmm. if I'm in a tribe that is like, I am currently about money, it's about manifesting, mm-hmm. like there's guidance <clears throat> of like what we're up to and who we're, uh, wanting to be and create. Mm-hmm. I, um, but I've been in, tri- I feel like when tribes don't have some guideposts to it, like some leadership, you- say again, like leadership or. Structure. It could be leadership. I don't always think, see, that's where something, and tell me your thoughts on that, because sometimes I feel like we do like hierarchy because that's what we're used to. And it's very masculine. Yeah. I've been in a lot of tribes where no one's really leading it, yeah. but there's guidance on who you're going to be inside of it. So if yes. you and I are in a tribe with a third person and we are doing a tribe of the road trip across mm-hmm. the country, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm bitching to you about <clears throat> Maria and mm-hmm. our tribe. And we have an agreement not to have gossip that we go directly to the source. That's like one of my favorite friendship guides is like, if you have an issue, you go to the source. You don't go to someone else unless you're getting coaching Mm -hmm. in a forward movement way. Yeah. Like then you might look at me and be like, Hey girlfriend, like we agreed not to gossip. It Mm -hmm. sounds like you're bitching about Maria and she has no idea. Oh shit. Like, so the process, like who we're going to be. And I always feel like a healthy tribe is moving in that direction and supporting that mm-hmm. commitment of who they're going to be and how, and those guideposts. Of, yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be outcome. It's more process, but it can be outcome yeah. if you're like, well, if you have a common to goal, to, well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. If you have a common goal, like totally you have, there is that outcome is even if you don't necessarily hit the mark on what, you know, the goal was, at least you get to a, to a point where you, I, you, say, okay, we got here. Now, what do we need to do? Right. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, it's hard elements. Yeah. It's, I'd say I, all of what you said, um, everyone needing to understand what their role is like, like with what you said, because I noticed that I've been in, in communities too, where there's lack of leadership and on purpose, right. It's like, we're doing it a different way. We're not, there's no hierarchy, but then sometimes people don't fully, understand how to be in that Mm. type of environment right and so then it takes that's where I say leadership doesn't have to be like one person's in charge but like the leadership is if one person can see what's happening then you take the lead and say hey guys and call it out and say I'm gonna reflect this back to everybody it seems like hey you're not doing what you are supposed to be doing in this role that kind of thing um so definitely the accountability the reflection piece um also the permission like and setting the clear boundaries. Like I know for me, what helps is because I have people who I will are great coaches who are also friends. And sometimes I just need a friend and sometimes I just need a coach, you know? So Mm. being very clear about what you need from that person. Yeah. Um, so I definitely say roles and defining, defining roles is important in tribes. Um, but when you think about it, I mean, it's not a hierarchy because it's, everyone has, a important part to play, but it's just a different part to play. And so it's honoring everyone's individual and unique um, strengths and, and allowing that to show up. So have you ever, can you describe a time when you were in a tribe where there wasn't a leadership, but 
it had synergy where people could show up, share, um, but that wasn't necessarily hierarchical. And I think of hierarchical just because someone's like, what the fuck is Aaron talking about? Mm-hmm. It's like if I were to go into a meeting at work and I were, you know, like my old company, I might be sitting with my CEO, CFO, my regional director, and then me. <clears throat> I'm the lowest human in that meeting on the totem pole. And there's mm-hmm. a hierarchy. You could yeah. like, paid less. I have less responsibility. Mm-hmm. But if you go into a tribe that's more... Um, so funny i can't even think of the words now they're eluding me right now but it's more equitable of like there's a there's no uh equal authority authority, no no authority yeah where how does that work that's in the defining of the roles so like and knowing that you're all everyone's going to be in each role that's the thing Mm -hmm. too is like you're moving through each role so in i'm in an abundance community it's like a gifting circle. And that's how it is, is there's no hierarchy, but everyone starts at one place. And there's, you're very, it's very defined. Like you're a fire position, you're an air position, you're an earth position, you're water, and then you're an elder. And so everyone moves through those and Mm -hmm. everyone understands when they're in that position, they have these certain roles or things to contribute. Um, And then they do their own work in that area. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's one where I've seen it, but again, that's where it's also hard because you have to be careful, like, because everyone's like, oh, there's no hierarchy. So you have to be careful of like triggering people. If you like try to bring something and they're like, oh, stop telling me what to do. You know, it's like, well, how else are we going to get the thing to keep moving? You know? <laughs> but I also think that environment, I'm trying to think of when I've studied like group dynamics and I've dipped in so many professional arenas where you learn to share authority and you make decision-making together Yeah, uh, more professional. But what I found was those processes are much more messy yeah. in the front end. Oh yeah. But oftentimes have the ability to have the longevity because people feel um, connected. They have a seat at the table. It's equitable Yeah, where in hierarchy, it might look more like, Oh, this is very orderly. They're getting shit done. Yeah. On the front end, but it's almost like it gets messy on the back end. If people don't feel seen or heard or they don't have an authority because they don't have this title. Yeah. Uh, No, that happened in my teaching job. Actually. Um, mm. we had a, a, a program chair who retired and she created the program. And then we finally found a new one just this last year before I left. And that's how it was with what you just described was she kind of took care of everything, didn't include everybody. And, and me as a supervising teacher, I felt like I was on the lower end of the totem. Like I didn't get included in meetings. No one told me about what was mm-hmm. happening. And so I had to like play catch up <clears throat> just because I wasn't on campus every day because my job was a little bit different than everyone else's. Um, and so this new program chair did that where we had program meetings every month and everyone was included on everything. And it is a little bit exhausting. It can be, um, you have to hold space for everyone to be able to process and to, Mm. to see where everyone's at and to see what works and what doesn't. So, um, I have experienced that, but I can see how in the long run, that's better because you're creating a foundation for everyone Mm. to feel connected to each other. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen both of those. So like some of the, historically some of lady tribes that have really like made profound difference to um more daily lives difference so like women's suffrage that was Mm -hmm. a tribe it was like Mm -hmm. women wanted the right to vote and they started gathering Mm -hmm. and 
if women hadn't gathered in small and then larger and larger tribes with a common goal of we want the right to vote and this happened globally mm-hmm. you know um good hundred years maybe before it was really a stronghold in the u.s uh, I don't think in 1920 we would have been able to vote if women hadn't supported each other and leaned on each other. And I think there's something about being in a tribe where if you're going to break up agreements, right, or soci- mm-hmm. societal norms, yeah, or you're going to be the counterculture, you're going to uh, break the agreement i'm saying that again but like there's something (laughs) about society that we kind of do the same thing there's these things that we do and if you're going to be like hey i don't think we should be able to have to do this anymore Mm -hmm. having a tribe that supports you that is it it, it's being shoulder to shoulder in a in a goal is so much easier yeah and well then trying to tackle anything trying to tackle it alone is is it's going to be easier with other people who are right there in that same space as you wanting the same thing for sure totally but but i think that's also women's purpose is to know when it's time to change things (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. that is when we're like back in the day when we were living in tribes um women would actually gather when they were all menstruating i mean like why else do you think that our cycles sync up with our closest women you know yeah. um because and i do that i said is i got my yeah. period yeah be prepared and she was like oh no i'm already she's like oh, diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna love you for that i know um, she, yeah. she listens to this but that's the whole that's the whole purpose like it's one of our most psychic times too like we're mm-hmm. more tapped in and that's when when we were living in tribes that was our our job was to feel into is there danger coming should we move yeah. you know should we do we need to gather more do we need to like in terms of food and stuff do we need yeah. to have built rebuild shelter or whatever it is like we are that that intuitive guidance and so that's why i think it is important for women to be able to gather and why it is also um frowned upon, <laughs> I shall say in a nice way, or prevented by the conditioning of our society because they do know how powerful it is. And that's what happens when shit wants to change is women, if they get fierce enough and believe in themselves enough, they'll make it happen and they'll find the women who are on the same page as them. It just is a matter of starting to talk about it mm-hmm. with each other and being really honest. And then they'll be like, yeah, like then you'll notice like women will be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been feeling that too but I didn't want to say anything or mm-hmm. I didn't think I could do anything and that's why it's so important for us to talk about those things and to come together and I think another thing that is available out of tribes is the rite of passage mm-hmm. like going from like when my daughter got her period mm-hmm. you know my sisters and my and her aunties called her and my mom like oh and how does Mm -hmm. it feel like and we had conversations beforehand but like this transition Mm -hmm. moving you know my mom when she turned 70 a friend and and my sister and I like there was three of us uh four of us actually that did this whole crone passage of her becoming an elder Mm -hmm. and did this ceremony and it was the sweetest thing was when my dad acknowledged my mom Mm. And I don't even understand what the fuck he was saying because he was crying. So this is my dad, firefighter, Leo. Like he's a man's man who's opened his heart as he's gotten older. He was mumbling, blubbering 
bawling, acknowledge my mom as a wisdom keeper. Aww. He didn't even understand the ceremony. My dad was like somewhat lost, <laughs> but he got, it was, usually are. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, he got, um, to, he was honoring her in a way that, um, he knew who she was in the world, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Who you are. And I think those rites of passages are so key. And like modern day is like baby showers mm-hmm. even like wedding showers, graduation. Yeah. Like, and I think there's something so fantastic being seen. I remember when Chris died, you know, I joined the, a tribe of widows, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't one that like, I was like, Ooh, you know, it wasn't a, tr- like, I want to be a widow, But what happened was, is I felt embraced by women Mm -hmm. and I actually created a, my own tribe to this day where I'm like, one of my closest friends is a widow. And I think there's something about that process, that transition in life where Mm -hmm. you choose to step into something or you don't choose, right? Divorce or other, you know unemployed, you know, I just think there's women do this thing where they really rally and create community mm-hmm. and the rituals that will come with that. Yeah. And actually how so many of those rituals are so steeped in like ancient cultures. Like mm-hmm. I was looking at baby shark. Cause I was like, what, you know, there's a whole, like a birthing way, right. Celebrating mm-hmm. a, a woman who's about to have a baby. Well then as you, like I was reading the whole thing about like, Oh, here's birthing way. Oh, this is basically a modern day baby shower is how we've <laughs> shifted it so it was yeah kind of yeah funny. that's true yeah we don't it's it's cool to look at the history of it behind that stuff but gathering in general and we see how important it is now that we've been isolated this last year yeah. um how important it is together um and it, it's really with like-minded people like people who like you said they are experiencing or have experienced similar things as you because that's how you get the hope or the mm-hmm. the they, they help you support you through that transition mm-hmm. because that's what I was searching for. Definitely. When I, um, was going through my divorce was I needed a community of people who understood what I was going through. Yeah. Um, or, and understood also like had, had been through it. I think that was more so what I was looking for. Um, and yeah, I noticed that a lot of my close friends are just like we've experienced similar things like in childhood or in our families or you know divorces single mom things like mm-hmm. that like I have single moms I always you know resonate with <laughs> when I think <laughs> because I am one <laughs> that's something that you and I overlap is being a single yeah. mom like I might have entered it for a different re- like through death you entered mm-hmm. it through the ending of a marriage we both ended yeah. marriages mm-hmm. how we did it is differently right but I remember feeling like, you know, I had a lot of women married, yeah. mothers, friends. And I remember also being like, oh, I need more women that like, how do you navigate being a single mom? Yeah. And for me, it's not always, I, it's funny because I hear this is really strong and, you know, jobs have been created of advocates, mm-hmm. allies, because they understand the, they understand they have the empathy because they went through it. It's funny that I don't, um, I don't think of, I'm looking for someone who's gone through it, mm. but I'm looking at someone who's doing it well. And mm. I have a natural tendency to like, like watch someone who's doing something well and want to like ask them like, and be a part, like be in their energy of like, 
how did you figure this out? Like, I just naturally from work, from, I just like, I, my, my really friend, close friend, Kara, I was like, how are you doing this? Like she thought I was doing it. Well, <laughs> I, the healing, I was doing well. When I decided to date, I was, I was struggling mm-hmm. and she was like, fuck what people think. Like she was really helpful for me to embrace being single and, and, mm-hmm. and to declare it in a way that worked for me where she looked to me for how do you heal this? How do you mm-hmm. heal the loss of your husband? Mm-hmm. Um, when, yeah. you, you know, when you've been in a down point, have you pulled for a tribe? Cause really a tribe is just two or more. Oh men. yeah, definitely. What's one of the most powerful times you were like, this person or this group really circled around me in a way that helped me through this. I mean, it's hard to say. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I, I wrote with my family for one, like mm-hmm. after my divorce, it was when I was going through my divorce. That was, that was probably the hardest time. So I, I, I found it in different ways. So it was with my family, like we moved in with my family. So it was having that constant, support there, right. The place to live, the people to help me with Kingston. Um, and then I also started the coaching program that after that too, um, because I was looking for like-minded and within that I found women and men that I could, um, be supported by. So that was really supportive. It was a personal transformation, mm-hmm. uh, year long program. So that was really supportive. And then I started my own, I started doing moon circles, which was just women, mm-hmm. um, uh, talking about the moon phases and whatnot, but the whole concept was just for women to gather and to talk about what they're experiencing and hold each other and, um, you know, relate it to maybe what's happening astrologically and all of that and make it fun and do meditations and stuff. But the, the concept was just for us to be able to be vulnerable and to just show up and support each other. Um, so that, and then there was another, group or a woman who I didn't know very well, but she, I was friends through on Facebook and she kind of did the same thing. This was before I started my own, like right after my separation, um, she held like women's little gatherings. And, um, that was really helpful because it was, I went there with a friend, but, um, like the women just, I don't know. It was just like having other women around me where I could just cry and just be like, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm experiencing. And then have them just, you know, tell me it's okay. Or yeah. Like giving me some tips on like how to deal with my emotions that are coming up and things like that. So, um, I'd say that was the biggest, well, actually then, yeah, that was the biggest point of my life where I needed the most support. And I found it in like multiple different areas, um, Mm. that way. Yeah. No, have you ever been, um, and you walked into us, like what you thought would be something and you were like, not my people, not my people. Um, I think I don't put myself in situations unless I feel like it's going to be a good thing for me. Like I'm so <laughs> averse, I'm like so averse to, um, that like being uncomfortable in group settings because I, I don't know what it is. Like I have, there's been a lot of healing that I had to do around. I think mm-hmm. also most just like really sensitive to environment. So I can pick up on just like everyone's bullshit. So yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think I have actually. Cause like I said, I'm really intentional about where I put myself. So <laughs> me <laughs> too, but I've tried some stuff on like, yeah. and some stuff you can't, I couldn't tell from afar. You like have to step in it. Yeah. But I remember I did this women's circle. It was up in Ojai. So, um, in California and what they were doing is 
it was around emoting and expressing and what it was to be feminine. And there was this one part of the exercise and it was probably like 20, 30 women and about good 75% had done this before. Like they had done, mm. and I walk and I'm like, oh, okay. And sometimes I have to throw myself in, but it, you had to make these noises. <laughs> There's one part where you were like supposed to express and we were like in the dark. Cause it was like outside. And, and I just remember a couple of the women were like, Oh God, like, and it, so disturbed me, but I was laughing. Um, I was laughing. It took everything not to laugh because I was like, this is her process. Mm-hmm. But I remember thinking like, this is bullshit. Like, <laughs> bullshit. I don't know what the hell she's doing. Oh, this one's <laughs> trying to, like, and that's like, I would, it's gr- like, for me, it's good for me because sometimes to push myself. Yeah. Because I have fallen into like really nice things, but Sometimes I'm like, sweet baby Jesus, what the <laughs> hell? Get me out. Yeah. No, yeah. You can just feel it's not right for you. I went to a sound healing with Kelly and I looked at her and she like. You told me that. And people were like dancing over you, shaking shit above your head and just sound healing I love. But mm-hmm. this was one time when I was like, number people, number people. Like, yeah. This is- the more extreme kind of, yeah. Yeah. Or the energy of who they are. Yeah. Like it wasn't the people posting it. It was the people participating in it. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay. All right. With that, what would you say is, um, if you were to break down, if people want, if people want to create their own tribe, especially ladies who want to create their own tribe, you got friends, work, hobbies, family. What mm-hmm. would you say if you have any insights on how to create a tribe in particular, we'll talk about in a moment, like, what key elements to creating a really successful tribe, but what would, are some thoughts around creating tribes in different areas of your life? Well, first I think it's, you have to get clear on what you are asking from the tribe or what you want to maybe provide for the tribe. Cause it's not just about what you're getting from it. Obviously mm-hmm. it is, but what you can bring to the tribe and what you are also getting, what you'd mm-hmm. like to get out of it. So you have to see like a theme, right? So it's like, if I, for example, like I want, I was looking for personal transformation. So I joined that coaching program, you know? So, mm. um, you want to, you want to make sure you're clear on what it is you need from community first. And, and that's how you then choose your different types, right? Cause it could show up in family. It can show up in work. Like you said, um, just friends, uh, more mm. like career or terms of like personal transformation, I think can sometimes be different than work. Mm. Um, personal development. So first getting clear on that. Um, and then you're going to have to put yourself out there and reach out or try, try new things. Like Aaron said, even if it like makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Um, but first you want to, you're like, I feel like tuning into, I'd say also doing research, like research on, like, if you're going to join a group that's already established, like doing research Mm -hmm. on it to see how you feel about it. Um, and realizing too, are you wanting to join an already existing group or are you wanting to create your own? Um, that's also important. Um, and then again, that comes in with your intuition and trusting yourself and what you feel, what you're feeling about the energy of it. So, um, yeah. What about you? I think there's formal and informal tribes, like formally, like what you're talking about, like, is there groups, people that gather, those are like formal, their structure. Sometimes it's just informal of like, Mm -hmm. I met these moms at the park. I really like them. Can we get coffee? Yeah. And then speaking to like, oh my gosh, I love how we support each other. Is that something we could just keep doing? Like 
people are amazingly generous with their time, especially when they are feeling validated and it's an exchange of good energy. People, it doesn't matter how powerful, how busy you are. Oftentimes people will make time for that. Yeah. Um, I think also knowing yourself a little bit, like, are you okay? So this is a little out on Bethany and I, Bethany is more inclusive. Like when we did the pussy panel, <laughs> she's like, yeah. And I'm like, Ugh. I, as I was told, I have more bore energy, which is protective who gets to come in who doesn't yes which has a i think both of us what's lovely is bethany trusts the pros people and is inclusive i feel like not everyone earned or is the right energy for a group so what we did was we split it we had the pussy panel where we are on the podcast and then we have the facebook group Mm-hmm. where that's inclusive like all you you know it's very few things you have to do to be a part of that which is like just agree to read the book and be you know mm-hmm. nice to each other on the fucking yeah theme. exactly um but i think that there's both there's mm-hmm. there's be and neither are wrong and it's like hey if i'm gonna go through this journey i think when you increase the risk when you increase the vulnerability mm-hmm. when you increase the transformation you're looking to have if that's true then i encourage people to be more, to censor more who's allowed to be a part of that tribe. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because you want the right people that you can fall and lean on. Mm-hmm. If it's a light touch kind of tribe where you're kind of like teasing out what's a fit, like work. Mm-hmm. I've created multiple tribes with throughout my career of like a wellness group, a women's mentor group, and some were petered out. Mm-hmm. And some actually became, went from informal to formal and then became where they were guided by participants to where the company wanted to embrace it and support it fiscally in different ways. Nice. So some, sometimes <clears throat> that happens, Yeah. but you have to, you can do that, like play with it a little bit and see what comes out of it. Yeah. But there's no way in hell I probably, some of my deepest stuff I would have started a group at work yeah. if it was no yeah my Ross places right you have to feel into the environment and like again getting clear on if you need some if you need an environment where you can be fully authentic and vulnerable mm-hmm. you're definitely going to be more choosy about who's in that group or yeah. if you're stepping into an already existing group if you can be that you know yeah um yeah but you'll probably most likely want to create your own in that case I'd assume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also asking people if you can join a tribe. I've done that. Mm-hmm. I'm not very, um, I think that's I have to be Christ- invited. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. So if you're wondering, I don't know if I need to be invited or if I just join. So when we, um, so with Maida Hernandez, who does the human design, she literally broke this down for Bethany and I, and she told you, Bethany, that, my to, strategy yeah. is, is uh, to be invited and your strategy is to respond. Yes. Like my ju- strategy is it just has to come in front of me. And I'm right. like, and she's like, Oh, I'm going to do that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's right, do it, it could be a yes or no. Like I see a party I can join. Right. Bethany's energy is she has to get an invitation from the party. Yeah, exactly. And so if you're looking to kind of understand yourself a little bit more, highly recommend my oh, yes. human design. Cause that was like, Oh, there's something about like, just like accepting the way you are and how you move in the world. That's yeah. that process, that understanding the human design helped me understand myself. Like, right. oh, yeah, me I too. just feel it. 
Like, I just know when I want to do something because I feel it. Yeah, exactly. And that's enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're going to talk about key elements to creating a tribe. We kind of talked a little bit about it, but I feel like one, what's the intention? This is just a high level, quick boom. What's the intention? Who do you want to get involved? Mm-hmm. And if you don't know who, what is the energy you want people to bring? So let's say Bethany and I are like, oh, we want to create, which we just did the pussy panel. But let's say we wanted to create another, we want to create a crafting group mm-hmm. that, um, and I'm like, look, I don't know anyone that crafts. So Bethany goes, okay, well, I know some people. Wait, before we look at people who have the interest, let's look at people who, what kind of um, energy are they bringing? Mm-hmm. And I might say, Bethany, I want playful and light. Like, I don't fucking want this to be, like I'm going to my tax person. Like I want, so <laughs> Bethany might say, okay, I'm down for playful and light people, but I also want people to fucking show up. Right. So I want people that are like, if they're a yes, committed. they show up committed yeah. and they execute. So mm. then we go, great. So as we're talking about, oh, we're kind of, you know, looking at creating people, creating our crafting group, we're sharing what kind of people we're looking for. You would be amazed. I feel like, um, people would be amazed at how people do self-screen pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. oh God, I'm kind of flaky. Oh, I would join, but you know, my time's kind of, yeah. it's hard for me to do it all the time. Or mm-hmm. I'm just in a, I'm in a pissy mood most of the time. So I probably can't join your crafting group until I shift that yeah. if I want to. Yeah. If you're really clear about the expectations of the group, when you're inviting people, it's, you'll get more clear on who's meant to be mm-hmm. there. <laughs> so first you yeah. have to do that work of figuring out, okay, what are the expectations here for everyone? Yeah. And who gets to be in the group? Like, who do I want to have synergy? Cause if I'm around a group where like work is super heavy, like I've worked with clients and I'm like, listen, you work as a sheriff, you know, mm-hmm. deputy sheriff, of course you want to go have fun. Oh, yeah. you love to do yoga. Then pick people that it's not, that it's lighter because you need, you need balance. Yeah. yeah. And, and doing that. Um, the other thing I think people forget is sometimes your tribe can have an end in the yeah. sense of like, we're, like your coaching group, we're going to be together. Here's where mm-hmm. it ends. Those are formal groups, but in an informal group, you might say, um, let's support each other. I'm going to be, I'm COVID, right? Like I'm working from home. So I've, I totally can, have coffee or do these things. We do, we're a walking group, mm-hmm. but I might have to, I might not be able to do that after if the intention is to walk and talk. And I can't do that once I go back to work, if I go back to work, um, in the office. So sometimes it's okay to front load that the group might end yeah. or it might transition into a different, it might look differently. Mm-hmm. And then also goodbyes. Yeah. Like how do you say goodbyes and honoring what the tribe gave you? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, I feel like that's a whole other topic. I don't know if we've talked about this, but like how to complete, did we talk about this? How to complete? I think we did. No, I don't know. No, but that could be a top. Cause I do think it's a, I don't know what it is, but people have a hard time. Completing ending. things. Yeah. Ending, completing and uh, like honor and right. transparency. Yeah, exactly. And we want to get all butthurt about it. <laughs> I, I definitely like, or like one of the things I noticed too with clients is when your friendship, I just coached someone the other day about like mm, when a friendship hard. transitions yeah. or when you're done with whether it's romantic relationship, a friendship or work, like how do you end in a way 
that honors it. All right. That might be a topic. Let us know if you want that to be a topic. DMs. Yeah. Let us know. I feel like that's good. Um, I was going to say something else about too, like trying to have variety of people. So like, of course you want to be not saying you just like, just because of variety, but like, if you have people who are all accountants or all coaches in the same group, it might be a little redundant. Like you may not get as much, I think, synergy as if like you want to bring people who have different strengths than you that can bring something new. I personally believe so. I would be like, Aaron might not believe this. No, <laughs> I think it depends on the goal. Well, well yes. Actually, the research shows that diversity will yeah. get more innovative. Um, right. That's what I always strive for is the diversity because of, because of that. We can all learn from each other different things. It, but of course, it's like you can get really diverse or you can get diverse within a smaller kind of structure. And so I think that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about here is, is, is once you get clear on just like the expectations, which are usually really simple, like you said, okay, everyone crafts, everyone's committed, everyone shows up, they execute, they're playful, whatever. So if we're using mm-hmm. that example, so then how can we like choosing people who are from different different backgrounds or different mm-hmm. jobs or have different experiences and different types of crafting, that kind of thing, who can bring a different element to it so that everyone's learning something new um, within that same similar similar goal or same goal. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that's a good point. Okay. Let's end with this. Creating, because you know, you and I, it's about spirituality, it's about self-growth. What would you say if you were to write a recipe? For someone to create, and remember, this is to create a tribe or enhance a tribe, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe they're like, God, I just love my girlfriends, mm-hmm. but we kind of just drink wine and bullshit. I would love to elevate mm-hmm. our conversation or give us a direction on um, self growth or expanding, right? Mm-hmm. What if you? What would your recipe look like if you were asked by a group of women right now, ten women that are like? Bethany, how do we enhance this or create a spiritual group of a tribe? That's a good question. I would have to have individual conversations with everybody, probably. <laughs> and then also group conversations. Okay. Well, just to get to see where everyone's at. Like, if I were, say I was like coaching this group, like I would need to see where everyone's at, what they're experiencing in their life, and then see where the common themes are. And then from there the common theme that seems to be touching from everybody. Cause usually there is one, it's just not being talked about or it hasn't mm-hmm. been highlighted. Um, what new element can you bring in like a tool an experience, a workshop, uh, you know, something, whatever it is, a book, uh, I think a brand new element needs to be brought mm-hmm. in. So, but that's going to be dependent upon what it is they're specifically trying to create. So I can't get super specific <laughs> because I, <laughs> like I said, I'm more like, I'll talk to you individually and figure out where the common themes are. Cause that's actually something I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then from there, bring in that new element. That's my recipe. What about that's yours? Your recipe. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that bringing in new tools, because that's, I think that's a really good point. So if I were to give a recipe to a group of ladies who wanted to start or elevate their tribe, let's say, especially in spirituality, self-growth. First thing I would say is witnessing and we're getting that. And that I love how the book, uh, pussy reclamation talks about that. Like how women witnessing each other in multiple ways. So the, the, um, honoring to me, that's an extension of like honoring one another, how mm-hmm. important it is to witness 
So if you're going to be able to witness someone's growth, right, and their expansion, you have to be able to hold space and honor and vulnerability is both I'm going to stretch myself being vulnerable and I feel safe or we're going to create safety. Yeah. So I can be vulnerable. I think also understanding personalities is are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? Are you an internal processor? Like if you could watch Carl and I talk, I'm like, yes, that's what I'm frustrated about. I'm an external processor. He's like gathers the information and just stares at me. (laughs) And it looks like he's indifferent, but he's actually processing internally. And it takes him a while to compute. Yeah. And then to shoot out something, an idea. Or to express it. Yeah. So sometimes I think also when you pull in a spiritual self-growth is knowing people's process or at least having them explored and as they understand it better to share it with the group because we are meaning making machines. If I see you not talking to me after I tell you something that I think is super like blew my mind and you're staring at me, I'm going to be like making shit up. Oh, she thinks it's stupid. She's (laughs) not even listening. Like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And I think also sharing how you want to be supported. Yeah. And I think that's unique. I think when you said you would have to step in and talk to everyone, like, well, how do you want to be supported? Right. So Bethany, how do you want to be supported? Erin, how do you want to be supported? How do we support you as a group? How do maybe as individuals? Um, And I think is where's the goal? I I said this earlier, like, where's the common goal? Um, How do we empower individually and collectively? Yeah. Cause you have to get clear. Like if you're, if you're having just like, you have this group of friends who you just get together and all you do is drink wine and talk about whatever current events, <laughs> you know, and that's all you do, but you want to bring some, you first, you're going to have to get clear on maybe some people don't want to do anything else. Right. And that's yeah. where you're going to have to get clear on. Are we, has the goal, has the goal of the group changed or is it just my goals that have changed, you know, yeah. and I need to find another group. Yeah. Or create a subgroup. Yeah, subgroup. Like, yeah. oh, okay, there's 10 <laughs> of us together, but three of us really want to like take this kind of concept deeper. Yeah. You know, and letting people, and I just feel like people have remembering you the right to say no. Like, yeah. Yes, I'm in. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, I hear permission. you want to be in my group, but no, actually, it doesn't fit. Like, women, it's, it's a, the women, it's not always easy, but if we can be real straight with each other, mm-hmm. we just can't. If, if we speak our truth in the kindest of ways. This we is what just... we take from men is their direct communication. They're very simple. They're very matter of fact. Like we can adopt that mm-hmm. with a kind approach of like, yeah. doesn't have anything to do with you. It's just <clears throat> me feeling like it's not good for me or whatever it is. Yeah. O- owning that. And I've done it. Like, and I have I too. Just, <laughs> but I got, I understood it from my dad. I watched yeah. my dad right. do it. Yeah. And I thought, well, shit. He's not suffering over saying no. I'm just right? going to keep embracing this because this, <laughs> I like I watched my mom, like, like look like she's flopping like a fish all over the place. Like we I'm feel like, like we have to, we're obligated to people or to groups or to things because it's, yeah. Like, again, that comes with the conversation of like, why is it so hard to end things? <laughs> totally. All right. Maybe we'll just have to do that conversation because it is, a, it's funny. It's when your emotions funny. are tied to it, it's hard. Like, you know, do you take things personally or you want to make the other person wrong or whatever <laughs> it is? Like, it can never just be simple as it's time to end it, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because I said so. Right. And, you don't, because... and you don't have to agree with me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like... That, that triggers people like crazy sometimes. Yeah. 
And I'm freaked out that you don't agree with me, but I'm drinking anyways. Bye. Yeah, exactly. Right. So we're like, okay, bye. <laughs> That's why you see men who like in relationships through text message or they ghost or, you know what I'm saying? Women do this too, but in dating, like that's why people do that because it's so hard to just be honest with someone and say, Hey, I'm not feeling it anymore. Uh, I don't feel a connection with you, whatever it is, or I met somebody else and I feel a stronger connection with you with, Mm -hmm. with like, that's hard to say because you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. And that's why I set it up in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I will really, I coach people and I say, here's like, get some agreements. Even if it's going to be where you're talking for a couple of days, that's yeah. a lot of time Yeah, or weeks or months. Like what are your agreements? And, and I find that people are really great about it. once they're given a permission slip to like, Oh, okay. I could tell you if I'm not into you. Yeah. I would prefer. Yes. Tell me yeah. as quickly <laughs> as you figure it out and totally. I'll do the same. I do this. I do that too. I'm like so upfront about just be honest with me. Like something doesn't, you know, like something, then just talk to me about it. You know, I'd rather I'm you do it me. with you. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to tell you and I don't like something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we are going to, we also want to invite you how, um, to our book club. Yes. We're reading, um, is it a pussy or pussy? It's pussy, a reclamation. reclamation thank so you. it's like pussy it's like, colon, a reclamation. I don't like colon. You colon? had to put colon in there. Yeah. No, it's a colon. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And then what we're doing, we're inviting all our listeners to read it with us, to read, listen, we don't care. If Even you... if you're a man too. If you yeah. are a man, you can absolutely read it and be a part of the group. And then invite, and then go to our Facebook group. And we have um, a pussy book club there. And then we're also having a pussy panel that we will be bringing on um, in our next show. So they're going to be coming back and we're going to start doing activities like this shit's going to get fun. It's going to get it's so real. So please join us because uh, it is, you know, reclamation to pussy. A reclamation is reclaiming Mm -hmm. that which is ours. And so reclaiming your pussy and that pussy journey and your sensuality and your femininity is our birthright. So I think that is a really neat process to watch all of us going through it. So join us. Yes, please. And let us know what you think about the book, about the podcast. Um, And if you'd like to be a guest also on our intuitive hits, let us know, DM us on Instagram. Yes. (laughs) And then who are we going to be doing intuitive hits for? We have Siv coming up. Um, for intuitive hits. And she, it's funny because she's one of my clients and we, she was talking about how important her lady tribe has been for her. So it's Mm. perfect that we're going to talk to her now. So perfect. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. Join us for intuitive hits. Thank you everyone. All right. Thanks.